Welcome to People Don't Think. Let's start today, a podcast hosted by American Eagle founder, Norb Savanasini and Al Edwards. Norb, Happy New Year. Happy New Year and uh, be thankful for what you have, right? That's exactly right. We've got okay. 12 fresh months You've ahead got, of us and what yeah. are we gonna do with them, right? We got a new present every day. That's why they call it a present. It's I mean, exactly a gift. right, exactly right. And uh, it's nice, yeah, very It sure nice. is. I read one time that we've got 12 fresh months ahead of us and what we do with them is entirely up to us. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, uh, friends, we hope that you've been enjoying our podcast. Uh, this is now number 13, uh, Lucky 13. If you have not listened to our other ones, we encourage you to do so. We talk about a lot of uh, interesting things. Uh, at least interesting to us, Norb, right? But I think a lot of people have been enjoying our podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope so. I mean, we don't talk negatively. We, we, exactly. Hopefully, we, we can instill in a few people to think more positively. Exactly. And because this is the beginning of the new year, you know, I just read something that, you know, a lot of people make a lot of promises what they're going to do in the new year. But right. Just do three little things this year. To improve yourself, three things, whatever it can be, just to say hello to other people or, or say thank you for no reason at all or whatever. But if you get those three little things going, you'll be happier and people that you deal with will be nicer to you and, and uh, be a better person. So just start with those three little ideas. I like that. You know, so many people get uh, overwhelmed by New Year's resolutions that they just get paralyzed. Yeah. And if you just do three small little things, it could probably change your life for the better. Yeah, right. It couldn't hurt anything. So, no, yeah. exactly. Well, in today's show, uh, we decided, decided, easy for me to say, to talk about something called uh, universal law or natural law and how that applies to your life. And what is universal law? Well, basically, in addition to the laws of physics that we all are subject to, there are laws, it seems, in the universe that affect the human condition. And we're going to talk about a few of these. And I know Norb always has a lot of great stuff that he wants to talk about. But let's get started on those. The first one we want to talk about is called the law of correspondence. And basically, the idea there is that life is a mirror. What is going on inside of you will always reflect what is happening outside in your life. Earl Nightingale used to tell a story of there was a uh, father with a young boy, and the father was reading the newspaper at, how, at the house one day, and his son kept bothering him, wanting to play and everything. And the father thought to himself, well, if I get the kid distracted, then he'll leave me alone for a few minutes and I could read my paper. So he found a picture of, of the earth, of the globe, in a magazine. He tore it out, ripped it all up, and gave it to his son. And his son was able to tape back the picture in very quick time, very short order. And he said, my God, son, how were you able to put that together so quickly? And he said, well, Dad, on the other side of the globe of the earth, there was a picture of a man. And he said, all I had to do was put the man together and the world came together. And Very I, thought, good. I thought that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, right, right. Because uh, each individual is as important as anything else for the whole picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how do you think that is, Norb, when... Uh, how you are emotionally, mentally will 100% reflect in what your life is like. What do you think about that? 
Well, you know, I think that, you know, when you look at the world and there's 9 billion people, uh, I always remember that most people don't realize how unique they are. Al and I were talking about serendipity the other day, and we were talking about our own families and, and how all the things that happened for him or for me to be here, and, you know, how our parents met, uh, where they met, the travels they made, and, and the amount of things that, you know, had to happen for you to be who you are. And uh, uh, most people don't realize, but you are a miracle that you're here. And uh, if you look at that as, as a miracle, it's really something really to be admired. You know, when you think that there isn't a snowflake that's the same as the other, uh, and, and obviously there's more than billions in a snowstorm, there's probably, you know, I don't know how many, how would even say the number, but it's... Gazillions. Well, yeah, yeah, zillions. <laughs> and and uh, the interesting part about it is that each one of us is important because, you know, whether the, the, we're for good or for bad, you know, there was a, an old Roman philosopher by the name of Cicero. Cicero said something that I've always been impressed with. He said, in an avalanche, each snowflake claims innocence. Wow. And... You know, by the same token, uh, in a snowstorm, each snowflake creates that beautiful white view, you know. So we're the same way. So we can create the avalanche or we're very important as an individual, which is a miracle. Absolutely. Old Cicero, uh, being here in Chicago, I've been on his street, Cicero oh, yeah, Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think they named it after him. S yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole idea of... Uh, your life will be a direct reflection of how you are put together on the inside, your attitudes, your thoughts, your emotions, all that stuff. Norb, you used to tell a story. Uh, you've hired a lot of people in your life with the many companies that you've had. And you used to tell a story, I think of it as a person that owned a, an apartment building that when someone went to apply, the owner would sneak out and look inside the person's car. Tell, tell that story. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a very, very good friend who unluckily passed away a few years ago, but uh, he, he was a, a foreign-born gentleman who became, you know, very well-to-do, very wealthy through real estate. He had a lot of apartment buildings, a lot of them. I mean, hundreds of units. But when somebody called to rent an apartment, he never met them at the apartment. He met them on the driveway or on the street and he would look at how they kept their car. <laughs> and if the car was messy, he knew that the apartment was going to be messy, so he wouldn't rent to them. So that was his only qualifications. <laughs> and uh, he had very little trouble. He was very proud of that. And, and amazingly enough, I mentioned that to a lot of people that are in real estate and, and have tenants and apartments, and uh, they all say, wow, what a great idea. I'm going to copy that. I'm going to try that. And a couple of them have told me that they have done it and it works because uh, if you keep your car neat, you probably keep your home neat. <laughs> I love that. And it goes back to the Earl Nightingale story of what I said is the little boy found a picture of a man on the back of the picture of the globe and he put the man together and then the world was put back together. Of course. Of so course. that's that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So 
The next thing I want to talk about is uh, the old Newton's law. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. I guess, simply put, you can say you get out of life what you put into it. And like many of these things that we talk about, when we say something, they can be true for good or bad. So, Norb, what do you what do you think about that old Newton law in life? For no, a it's there's true. It's true. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, you read, quotes that stick in your mind. And one of them is, uh, I don't know why this came to my mind now, but when you demand the best, you will very often get it. And, you know, basically... I'm not saying you have to demand and go to a restaurant, demand. I'm just, demand good manners from people. Say please, say thank you. You know, and we say this in every show, but, you know, the golden rule is probably the one rule that means more than anything else. If you have to pick one rule of having a good life is the golden rule. Treat everyone like you want to be treated. Exactly. Yeah. This notion, not only is it true in physics, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, but I remember listening to Zig Ziglar. I say this almost every show because I listen to him almost every day. I, I have a lot of his stuff on Audible in my car and I do a lot of driving. He said, is it not true that in the next two weeks you could do things to make your life and your job a lot better or you could do things to screw up your life and your job real fast in two weeks? So the lesson there is everything that you put out into the world, every action, every effort is going to come back to you in an equal and opposite reaction. You send out good, you think good thoughts, you plan for good things in your life, and uh, without a doubt, great majority of the stuff that will come back will be good stuff for you. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, a, a very interesting thing, uh, a study was made in Illinois at the beginning of the year that the receipts of pot sales in Illinois was one and a half billion dollars. Now, the state of Illinois has around 12 million people. So if you, if you know a little bit of math, that I hope you do, and uh, that's close to $1,100 per person for the, every citizen in Illinois, including babies, including children that are smoking pot. I'm not against pot, I'm not endorsing it, but just think of that. Just think by adding this to your system, if this is going to have any positive reaction. You know, how will this mirror, you know, in your being? How, how will you look to other people? Uh, it's, it's really kind of interesting that, you know, something like this has occurred because I was reading another article where, where you know, we're turning into Pottersville. And <laughs> every one of you probably has seen It's a Wonderful Life. And, and of course, when Jimmy Stewart uh, gets that wish that he had never been born, he sees that wonderful town of Bedford Falls fall into despair and into Pottersville. All of a sudden, he realized, you know, what a great life he had. And I think that that's something we should consider is just look at yourself and be thankful for what you have. Don't get crutches in life. Just uh, be positive. Absolutely. And I think as we've seen, you know, uh, cannabis or pot, as it's called, used to be called, is, has a lot of medicinal benefits like pain relief and cancer patients. But if you're using alcohol or drugs to escape or as a way to numb emotional pain, there are many more healthy ways to go about that, isn't there? Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the things is that we have to remember this. Life is not fair. 
It isn't going to be fair all the time. You have to stop whining, sniveling, and go out and make it happen for you. Don't just sit there and, and uh, you know, just feel sorry for yourself. I see too many people who expect the tooth fairy to come and solve all their problems. And uh, it, it just will not happen. You have to, you know, I read one time that, you know, the one thing when they say you have to answer the door when it's knocking to be successful. What, what is that quote? Oh, when opportunity knocks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But the one thing they don't tell you is that you have to get out and build that door. Right. Okay. And then get on the other side, knock it, and then get on the other side and open it. Exactly. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. That's what they say. If opportunity doesn't knock, build your own door. <laughs> exactly. And, and open exactly. it. Right. So, you know, you, you have to be thankful for what you do have because we all have problems. We're all, all the same, basically. Right. Right. And that's something you've brought up in the past that uh, uh, this whole notion that people think that they're terminally unique, that they can't achieve things or they are, have worse luck than other people. That really is false, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Not only this, but, you know, another article that I, I just read, which is interesting because, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Al and I not only do this podcast once a month, but I think we talk two, three times a week or send each other emails about stuff like this because right. we're really into it and we really like it. But there was a study in Geneva, actually, uh, the University of Geneva, neuroscientists. Now, this is brand new, by the way. This came, uh, I, I believe, two days ago. And it says, get hold of yourself. Negative thoughts speed up brain aging. The scientists call it neurodegeneration. Now, some people tend to be more emotionally open than others, but pretty much everyone has to face their feelings at some time or another. Negative emotions, anxiety, or the occasional bout of depression may be unavoidable in life. So this, this is very important. Don't think you're unique because you have depression moments or anxieties. Heck, I got them. Al got them. You know, there's no, nobody that walks around 100% positive all the time. But fascinating new findings show how managing emotions can keep neurodegeneration and slow down brain aging. Just think of that. I mean, and this is proven, uh, you know, by University of Geneva, which is very reputable. And uh, they made a, a long, long study. Actually, you can Google this, and it's uh, very interesting to read. But basically, it's, you know, you get out what you put into it. You know, uh, before the show, you showed that to me, and I, I said to you, this stuff we're talking about actually is true. Uh, <laughs> science continue, and medicine continues to prove this stuff. And that's something we've talked about a lot before, and I just want to bring this up again if you haven't had a chance to listen to our other podcasts. You know, there's a lot of so-called motivational speakers out there and they, you know, and they, they mean well and they're rah-rah and cheerleading and all that good stuff. But to me, if someone tells you that you're supposed to be happy and contented and positive 24 hours a day, every single day, that's absolutely unrealistic. All of us get negative. All of us get down, depressed. All of us get, you know, bewildered or frustrated. But if you can just get back on the positive road, it's soon as possible, you're going to be so much better off than wallowing in that negativity. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's really the key. I mean, you, you have to kind of fight it because I think we talked about this before. 
I think it's just natural for us to have worries and uh, wonder about things, uh, which you would consider negative. But if you look at it as we were talking before, that you yourself are a miracle and, and that you have this incredible world for us to, to admire and look and uh, that you have to intellectually fight it. I'm, I'm not saying that you should say, I gotta be positive, I gotta be positive. No, fight it intellectually. I'm normal, I'm depressed, I'm, ex I'm anxious, you know? I mean, a young kid on his first date, he's anxious of meeting this girl or vice versa. And, and uh, you're getting married and, and you're anxious and your first child, you're anxious. And uh, if you're unlucky or divorced, you're anxious. But, uh, you know, it's natural, it's natural. You get a letter from the IRS and you're anxious. Oh, no, right? absolutely. It's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's not a pleasant uh, thing to get. No, exactly. <laughs> the next one, law of attraction. You know, it's funny how so many of these things go in cycles. You know, we're, we're talking about principles that go all the way back to ancient times in the Bible and <clears throat> Dale Carnegie and Earl Nightingale and Napoleon Hill, some of these old-time guys. Now there's a new thing among the young people. It's called manifesting. It's about visualization and you're calling into the universe for things to happen in your life and they call it manifesting. And it, it's kind of a new thing, but it's really not a new thing. And it really is the law of attraction, which Napoleon Hill talked a lot about and a lot of these guys. And basically it boils down to like attracts like. You get what you focus on for good or bad. Norm, how have you applied that, the law of attraction in your life over the years? Well, say? the first thing that's surprising is that they call it manifesting because aren't women insulted? I mean... Manifesting. People festing, is that what we should I, call and, it? And, you know, I, I think this is one thing we should talk about. We don't, I don't think we have touched much of this subject, but I think one of the key to happiness and being positive is just to laugh more. Right. Laugh at everything. You know, we're all comical characters. We really are. You know, when you look at a, a rhinoceros, for example, or a hippopotamus, you think, God, what an ugly animal. <laughs> uh, maybe they feel the same way right. about us. Right. See, maybe they look and they say, look at these humans. What a weird people. They're standing <laughs> on two legs. They got this big head on their uh, with two eyes. You know, the males lose their hair and, and the women... Uh, you know, it's, it wear these funny dresses. They, I mean, it's ridiculous. So put humor into your life about everything. Everything is, is humorous in life. We're all really kind of a joke when you think about it, you know? That, that is so true. And, uh, and by the way, so now we know, folks, that when you're at the zoo and that hippopotamus is blankly staring at you, he or she is actually thinking, my God, how do you get through life being so ugly? Right. Yeah, you and know, we're talking, to, we're saying the same thing about them. You know, I used to collect old jokes from two magazines, uh, Look and Post, which were very popular at one time. Now they're gone. But they used to have cartoons that were really funny. And one of the ones that I actually clipped and kept is there's two hippopotamus. And, and I guess, you know, I, I, you can't tell the male or female, but one of them is looking at the other one. And, and one of them says, has anybody ever told you how beautiful you look? <laughs> it's just a really funny right. thing because yeah, right. to them, I mean, why aren't we appealing to a hippopotamus? Why, right. why is only a hippopotamus <laughs> appealing to a hippopotamus? Because so, like, uh, like uh, brings uh, like. 
And, and, you know, I think that's part of being positive is to have a, a wondering mind. You know, like a kid, a kid never stops asking why, why, why. Don't lose that. Why shouldn't you say why? Why are you doing this? You know, why is it that we're only attracted to the human form? If you look at a beautiful girl and, and you say, wow, what a beautiful girl. We humans are the only ones that appreciate that. Right. I mean, you know, a dog doesn't say that about a human or, or right. a horse. I mean, so we're, we come equipped with some traits to, to admire these things. Uh, we're programmed in a way. And we should be happy for that. You know, if we only opened our eyes, we could see the beauty in all things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, unless talk, hippopotamus. Inc yeah, including yeah, yeah, hippopotamus. That's a tough one. <laughs> I still can't spell hippopotamus, by the uh, yeah, way, and I have a college degree. Maybe uh, I should work on that. I think, I think there's, a, no, there's an H and a couple of P's in the beginning, yeah, but the rest of it throws me off. Let's talk about laughter. You know, you and I have known each other for a very long time. We laugh a lot. We have a lot of fun. Um, I'm always looking for comical things, funny things, trying to be creative. And the world has gotten so serious that everybody is so insulted now about everything. Lighten up people and laugh. It's actually, do you know when you laugh, you actually release like serotonin and dopamine in your brain and it gives you a sense of ease and comfort. Uh, absolutely. In fact, this, this article that I, I don't want to bore you with all the technical stuff uh, that I was mentioning um, from uh, Swiss uh, University of Geneva, it talks about that, and it talks about how study authors explain these results indicate better management of negative emotions is very, very important to have a more positive outlook on life. And actually, they actually are very, very importantly state that they do not have proof that being positive prevents dementia or Alzheimer's, but they truly believe that you know, being positive does help in that area. Definitely extends life. We've talked about this before. Uh, Positive-minded people live on the average of four years more than right. people that are not optimistic. Right. I was watching uh, YouTube the other day. Jay Leno um, had a lady that was 100 years old, and she was on the show. He said to her, you know, what are the secrets of living to 100? And the first thing she said was, think positive. Well, it's true. It's not it's an accident true. that she said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you hate to repeat the same thing in these shows, but I think some of them are important that you have to. It doesn't cost anything to be positive. Nothing. You don't have to pay somebody to say be positive. You can just accept it. And, you know, if you think something's negative, well, think of Jimmy Stewart. It's a wonderful life. Just think if, if you hadn't been here you know, you are here. You're a miracle. Be thankful for that. It's uh, nobody gets out of this thing alive, you know, and we've talked about that before. Be happy about it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the trip. You know, it's a hell of a trip. It really is. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that for a second. Jimmy Stewart in that movie, as everyone knows in the movie, uh, he becomes very emotionally despondent and wonders if his life was ever worth it and what would have happened if he had never been born. And of course, we see throughout the movie that a lot of bad things had happened. Marb, why do you think we all tend to underestimate our own value or the, the good we bring to the world, would you say? Well, uh, another thing, I, I clip a f bunch of stuff here that uh, I, I want to share with all of you is 
And I think this answers your question. Uh, I'm reading from a book, which is a very old book. It's about 25 years old. It says, if I knew then what I know now. And it's, it's just a, a really great book full of great quotes and sayings. But to answer your question, you're only able to go as far as your self-esteem will let you. We all limit ourselves. Our own self-image, learned through example or experience, is what stops us. It's a sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If we don't think we can, we won't. They don't teach self-esteem in school. You alone are in charge of recognizing and accepting your attitude about yourself. And that's really what we're talking about. Don't listen to other people. Some people criticize you. They talk behind your back or anything. Eh, let them. What the hell? If that's, you know, if that's what they worry about, let them do it. Just, just be happy. Smile. Uh, you know, Gene Kelly had a, a famous movie where he sang Singing in the Rain, and it's a, a very famous scene where incredible downpour he's just singing and with this umbrella singing in the rain and and i i think that that's what you got to do in life you got to sing through the rain you know I, I really do yeah he was a hell of a dancer wasn't he oh my god yeah unbelievable you know norb what do you think the difference is between arrogance and self-confidence well, arrogance is, is uh, I think, is pretty easy to define. Is, is when a guy feels that you know he's better than you, and and he walks around, struts like a rooster in the morning, and and looking at his chickens, you know, and and it, <laughs> he's he's actually has a right to be arrogant, but uh, most humans don't. I mean, that's that's just being, you know, we don't use any crude words here, but you know, it's uh, really a real jerk, right? And, and self-confidence is somebody that portrays himself or herself as being a person with confidence about what they're doing, whatever they're doing. I mean, I don't care if you're a janitor, but if you do a good job and, and you know, you don't leave any dirt on the floor and, and you admire it after you've done it, you've done a good job. You know, the Japanese are an incredible group of people. It's a great, great society. I've been there many years and, and in fact, I'm going again a couple of months. But, you know, the Japanese society respects any kind of job that anybody has. If, if a guy sweeps the street, he is respected because he's expected to do a good job. And he's also fulfilling a social need to have a neat country that they're proud of. And if you've been to Japan, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I... I would really highly recommend it if you ever have the chance because it's just a wonderful country, wonderful people, and they're just nice. You know, I'm not saying that everybody's polite, but I can assure you that if you compare it to the rest of the world, the percentage is a lot greater. One of the interesting facts about they have an incredible subway system, just unbelievable. And when you go there and you look, you, they have these diagrams, which looks like, you know, something out of outside of the universe or something so complicated. And of course, everything in Japanese and you, you go, what the heck, where am I going to go? So uh, within 30 seconds, and I'm, I'm not making this up because I've, I've done it many times. Within 30 seconds, somebody comes to you wanting to help you. And it's usually a young girl because then, 
in Japan, every high school kid, they're taught English. And boys are not uh, as readily to volunteer as girls. But usually a, a young girl, high school age, yeah. uh, in broken English says, can I help you? And it's just such a nice feeling. You know, I've lived in Chicago all my life, and, and there were times where there were people on, on the L, the subway here, that were from other countries. And they're looking at a map like if they're lost. And, and I always tell them, you know, can I help you? And they're so appreciative, you know, they're so happy afterwards that I'm happy. Again, it's just like the golden rule, you know. In, in Japan, that's the way they am treated. And uh, that's the way I like to treat people when they come to Chicago, which for them is a foreign place. So right. they want to go to museums. They want to go to this place or this other place. I'm able to do it. I'm happy to do it. So... Uh, I was just thinking that that is like the golden rule as a as a culture. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. much. But they respect each other, whatever they do. They don't look at a, at a guy that's a janitor as inferior to the president of a company. Okay, they have their own, what we consider the Western world, uh, odd things. You know, they, they have more separation of races and things like that. And Right. And uh, they're more respectful to each other. They all, uh, it, it's just a different society, but very, very interesting, very nice. There's no doubt. And, um, you know, we're talking about attracting into your life what you want the most by putting it out in the world. Thought is just the beginning, but there's also a law of inspired action that you have to take action in your life to achieve the things that you want. It all begins in thought, but if you want to, get more healthy, lose weight, achieve a degree, uh, get a certain job, whatever it has to do, you have to take the action. The thought comes first and the thought will drive your action, but you have to take the action to do whatever it is you want to accomplish. Absolutely. And it's again, you know, repetition. Repet we, we talked this before, I think in either the first or second show we did is that you have to tell a kid 2,000 times to say thank you or please before he does it automatically. And uh, it's like a dog, you know, where we're basically animals and we have to be taught. And the one thing about positive mental attitude, you've gotta do it yourself. You gotta do it. So you got 2000 times to say, I'm gonna be positive, I'm gonna be positive. Pretty soon, it's automatic, it's automatic. Yeah, and that brings up something real quick uh, before we close that we've talked about before, uh, self-talk affirmations. They say, take a list of 10 adjectives of the person you want to be, and you're probably already a lot of those. But every morning before you leave, you sit down and say, I, Fred Jones, I'm an honest, capable, dependable, humble, hardworking, frugal, all the things you want to be. And your subconscious will actually take over. And before you know it, like you said about the training to say thank you, you will start behaving like all those things. And you didn't even have to really do anything. Your subconscious mind will drive that. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, our mind is, again, like dirt. Whatever you put in it, it will give you back in vast quantities. Abundantly. So be nice, be positive. And if you have an equal sign after those two things, it's just happiness. Absolutely. I love that. And I'll end uh, with a famous quote that we've said before about Henry Ford. He said, if you think you can do something, you're right. 
And if you believe that you can't do something, you're also right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think I think uh, old Henry had it right on the money there. So, yeah. well, believe it or not, we've come to another end of time. We wish we could uh, do a Ken Burns documentary length podcast, although we'd probably <laughs> lose a lot of people at about hour three. Probably you and I would still be enjoying it. But uh, friends, I think if you've noticed, uh, we our common theme here is. Life is a gift. It's a beautiful thing. Think positively. Take action around the things you want in your life, and you truly will get back what you put out in all areas of life. There's no exceptions to that whatsoever. So, And you are a miracle, so appreciate it as such. You are a miracle. Absolutely. Thank you, Norb, as always. Looking forward to our next podcast. Thank you so much, and... Um, for Norb Savanasini, this is Al Edwards. And as Norb says, be thankful every day because every day is a gift. And that's why they call it the present. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>